Welcome back to episode of Football Front Season 1, episode 41. Today we're going over all the news of recently, so let's get right into it. So to start off today's episode, I'm just going to say, um, next week's episode is going to be a big preview of the Super Bowl. I'm not doing anything like that this week because it's, in my opinion, I'm just a bit early. It'll probably next episode will probably come out around midweek, and we'll have maybe some people on, and uh, we'll go from there. But for this uh, episode, I'm going over Washington Commanders, Tom Brady, Brian Flores, all the hirings and firings, and the coaching carousel, uh, the conference championship games. May even go over a little bit of the Pro Bowl, but you know we'll see how it goes. We'll try and get all that stuff in there. Starting it off, uh, let's just do the Commanders. Uh, the Washington Commanders, no longer the football team. They got the new name. It ended up being the Commanders. Uh, I thought it would probably be something closer, like the Generals or something, but I have nothing against uh, the name Commanders. It's just a solid name, I think. Uh, not the best name ever, not the worst name ever. So guess that's really all I need to go over there. Uh, I guess next, Tom Brady retired. After 22 seasons, 10 Super Bowl appearances, and uh, 7 Super Bowl wins. He's finally retired. He, uh, Adam Schefter reported it first, then about a day and a half later, Brady officially retired. There was a bit of drama around this because after Schefter reported it, Brady's agent and a bunch of other people said, no, he hasn't made a decision yet, including Brady's dad said that, and his agent, obviously, I said that already. Um, so then there was a bit of controversy. Um, is he actually retiring? He did end up retiring, and that is official. I actually thought he might not retire just because Schefter reported it. He just kind of wanted to be like, ha, you were wrong. I thought I thought you would do that. I, I thought he would do that. He did not end up doing that, though. But now let's get into the meat of the uh, this episode, I guess you could call it. That's the Brian Flores lawsuit, the hirings and firings, and the conference championships. Um, stuff Brian Flores. So, um, Brian Flores lawsuit. He filed a lawsuit against the NFL, and uh, I guess against some teams. I think. Uh, started off this way. Um, the contents of the lawsuit is. Offering Brian Flores $100,000 for every game he purposely lost in, I think, the 2019 season or something like that. The, the year they did horrible. Um, they offered him money to lose, which is obviously against the rules that is selling the game. If they have proof of that, which I think they will be able to find proof of that, then that is some serious trouble for the Miami Dolphins. This all comes after he got fired after doing a really good job there in Miami, in my opinion. I think he definitely deserves to be a coach. There's no doubt about that. Then the other stuff in the lawsuit is that Brian Flores thought he was put into sham interviews, is what he called them, I think, uh, in Denver and in especially New York. This all came after Bill Belichick said something. Um, but what Brian Flores said is that it was a sham interview because they had basically already decided that the Giants were going to hire Brian Dabble. And then they just had to um, interview him to, uh, I guess, satisfy the Rooney rule. The Rooney rule is that they have to hire one minority can or interview one minority candidate. 
he thought that they were just doing interviewing him to look good to the public eye and to fulfill the Rooney rule, even though he had absolutely no chance of becoming the Giants head coach. So, um, because this all came after Bill Belichick said something in text. Brian Flores and Brian Dabble both were former, I guess, colleagues of Bill Belichick. They both were on his staff. So, uh, uh, Bill Belichick goes to text what he thought was Brian Dabble, from what it sounds like, saying, congratulations, it looks like you're getting the job from what I've heard. It, but it was actually Brian Flores that he texted. And then Brian Flores texted back, are you sure I haven't had the interview yet? Yeah, and then he said, yeah, that's what I've heard. I think you've got the job in the bag. So this made Brian Flores go over the top and say, this is definitely a sham interview if they've decided that they're already hiring Brian Dabble. So then, yes, they did end up hiring Brian Dabble, and this brought up this huge controversy. Same thing happened with the Denver Broncos here. Um, right now, Brian Flores, uh, he's appeared on ESPN. He's had a few interviews. Um, he's, I think he's going to interview the Saints sometime soon, um, and maybe another team. I'm not sure. Um, and maybe the Texans, but I don't think the Texans will be hiring him. I don't think he wants to go to the Texans either. But um, I think he's definitely a good enough coach. I definitely, if they can dig up an, enough dirt on Belichick, on the Giants, on the Broncos, and on the Dolphins, he's winning that lawsuit. I think he's going to be able to get part of that lawsuit as a win. It definitely brought up awareness, I guess, that it – you know, uh, might happen uh, more times than just this. I could see that. But I I think that uh, it was a good thing that he brought up the lawsuit, especially in the case of the, um, the $100,000 selling the game. That is huge. That affects the league a lot. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'll definitely be giving updates on that. Uh, next up, let's do the NFL head coaches, all the firings and hirings. Um, starting off, Texans, they fired head coach Dan Colley after only one year. Um, this was kind of a shock because he didn't actually look like a horrible coach. But um, they ended up firing him, and we'll see who they hired because they have not hired anyone yet. Uh, next up, Joe Judge fired from the Giants, still have not hired. Sorry, no, they hired Brian Dabble. And they've started to put some pieces around that. I'll go over that next after this. But uh, Joe Judge fired, hired Brian Dabble. Uh, Dolphins still have not had a new head coach after firing Brian Flores. Um, the Vikings fired Mike Zimmer, but they have not hired anyone else from what I know. Uh, the Bears fired Matt Nagy and hired uh, Matt Eberflus. I think that's how you pronounce it. But let's see. Yeah, he was the Colts defensive coordinator. Okay. Uh, Broncos uh, fired Vic Fangio and hired Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, this is actually interesting. Uh, Hackett is the um, was the offensive coordinator for the Packers, meaning that they might be making a move to Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be shocked, and I actually think they will make a move after him soon. 
the Raiders, um, fire John Gruden, obviously. Um, uh, I think they hired Josh McDaniels, but the site hasn't updated yet. Josh McDaniels. Yes, the, he was hired by the Vegas Raiders. So Josh McDaniels, head coach of the Raiders, the Jaguars, Jaguars. Um, they've, uh, let's see, Urban Meyer has been fired by the Jaguars. Obviously, we already know that. Uh, it hasn't updated yet, but I know they hired someone. I'm pretty sure it was Doug Peterson that they hired. Let's see. Uh, Doug Peterson is now the head coach of the Mill uh, Jaguars. And then Sean Payton decided to resign, and they have not hired anyone yet um let's see so let me let me make sure i, don't, I believe the saints haven't hired anyone the i'm trying to think i feel like have the vikings 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 head coach i feel like they might have hired someone already um Let's see. Kevin is the head coach of the head but the deal is not finalized on the Rams, and he wants to wait till the Super Bowl. And so, they hired, or, uh, in, sorry, in-person interview, Jim Michigan. So, that was interesting, meaning that he might want to return to the NFL. So, um, I'm just going to do a just random Google search. NFL hirings, firings, because uh, I'm pretty sure there's also been some GMs and other major positions. Um, let's see. GMs, all right. Change. Um, Mike McDonald is now the new Ra- or Ravens defensive coordinator. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Ken Dorsey is the new offensive coordinator for the Bills after the Giants got Brian Dabble. Um, for the Carolina Panthers, offensive coordinator is now former head coach of the Giants, Ben McAdoo. And Chris Tabor is the new special teams coordinator because um, they fired Joe Brady midseason. Um, uh, Ryan Pace was fired by the Bears, and they brought in Ryan Poles. Luke Getzey is the new offensive coordinator. Alan Williams is the new defensive coordinator. Richard Hightower is the special teams coordinator. So uh, that is a big uh, changeover for the Chicago Bears. Uh, for the Denver Broncos, Justin Outen is the new offensive coordinator. Uh, for Green Bay, Adam Stenovich is the new offensive coordinator. Uh, Indianapolis got Gus Bradley. Defensive coordinator after Everflus was hired by the Bears. Um, Dave Ziegler is the new uh, general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and Patrick Graham is the new defensive coordinator. Uh, LA Chargers got a new special teams coordinator in Ryan Ficken. Um, let's see. Minnesota, I already said Kevin O'Connell is the new head coach. But then Kwesi Adolfo Mensah is the new general manager. Um, 
He's gonna be sixteen with Rick Spielman. Let's see. Uh, New York Giants. Um, Dave Gettleman no longer the general manager, and Joe Schoen is the new one, and Mike Kafka is the new offensive coordinator. Anthony Lynn's the new assistant head coach for the 49ers. And that looks like that is it. Okay. Um, that's that there. And let's go over the uh, conference championship games, I guess. Um, and I'll definitely have time to go over the uh, Pro Bowl. And, uh, stuff. Um, let me find it. Okay. So here we are. Um, Bengals Chiefs was the first game. The Bengals pull off the big comeback up and keep win. Uh, Cincinnati passing game. 38, 150 yards and two touchdowns. One interception for Joe Burrow. Um, Patty Mahomes on the other side, 26 of 39, 275 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. He could have been so much better. Patrick Mahomes did not play good down the stretch, wasn't able to put much together, but he was good in the first half, and that makes his stats look a bit better. In the running game, um, Joe Mixon, 21 carries, 88 yards. Joe Burrow had... Uh, Five carries, twenty-five yards. So that that he did, he was good, and he was getting them key first downs on that one drive in the fourth quarter with his legs. Twice he did it on like third and fives and longer. It was good from Joe Burrow there. Um, for Kansas City, Jarek McKinnon, twelve carries, sixty-five yards. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, six carries, thirty-six yards. In the receiving game, T. Higgins, six receptions, hundred three yards. Jamar Chase, six receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Samaj J.P. Ryan, three receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. For Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, 10 receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Tyreek Kill, seven receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown. And McCole Hardman, three receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. On defense, uh, Logan Wilson, 10 total tackles. Um, Chidobi Wuzier, eight tackles. Jermaine Pratt, Eight tackles, Sam Hubbard, eight tackles, two of them being sacks, seven tackles for Eli Apple, and Von Bell had six tackles. DJ Hill had half a sack, Trey Hendrickson had one and a half sacks, and that's it. For Kansas, oh wait, and uh, Von Bell had a pick, and BJ Hill had a pick, I should mention. That's pretty big. Um, Legereus Need had ten tackles and a pick. Uh, Anthony Hitchens had six tackles. Um, Juan Thornhill had six tackles, and then uh, Melvin Ingram was able to get a sack. Um, that's it for that game. This was a big comeback win for the Bengals. Took it to overtime after being down twenty-one to ten. Actually, I think at one point it was twenty-one to three, down eighteen at one point in the game. Uh, they come back, they tie it up, send it to overtime, and Evan McPherson hits in another game-winning field goal in his playoffs. Um, to the next game, we have got the uh, Niners win this 2017 at home. 
so they will also be at home for the Super Bowl. Um, Jimmy G, Classico, and basically that's what lost them the game. Jimmy G, 16 of 30, 232 yards, two touchdowns, and that devastating pick that he threw that Jimmy Ward was able to take. Oh, or not Jimmy Ward, sorry. Uh, my was in here. Trevin Howard was able to pick off. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 31 of 45, 337 yards, and two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, for the rushing game, Debo Samuel, 7 carries, 26 yards. Elijah Mitchell, 11 carries, 20 yards. They could get nothing going with only a total of 50 yards rushing. Um, compare that to L.A., uh, they got 70 yards rushing. Cam Akers led the way, 13 carries, 48 yards. Sony Michelle, 10 carries, 16 yards. In the receiving game, Cooper Cup, phenomenal, 11 receptions, 142 yards, two tutties. And then Odell Beckham Jr., nine receptions, 113 yards. Kendall Blanton, five receptions, 57 yards. Um, in the receiving game for San Fran, Debo Samuel, four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk, four receptions, 69 yards. Elijah Mitchell, three receptions, 50 yards. They completely shut down George Kittle. Um... For San Fran's defense, uh, Ambry Thomas, 13 tackles. Fred Warner, 10 tackles. Jimmy Ward, 8 tackles in the pick. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley, 6 tackles. Nick Bosa, 6 tackles, 1.5 sacks. And Jaquiski Tart, 6 tackles. Uh, Samson Abukam also had half a sack. Um, I don't think any of you will believe this. But you know how uh, the Rams signed Eric Weddle because they were a bit shorthanded at safety? Well, uh, Eric Weddle led the team in tackles, and we were doubting if he would even play and if he would even be good. And here he is, tackles, you know, solid game from him. Troy Reader also with eight tackles, Nick Scott and Sean Robinson with six tackles as well. They weren't able to register a sack, which is kind of big, meaning that San Francisco had a good enough offensive line and L.A. couldn't put up the defense. But it doesn't matter. They won the game. Trevin Howard also had a pick. That's it for uh, conference championships. I will uh, go over the uh, Pro Bowl. Start off with the uh, skills showdown winners. Let's see. See. Okay. Um, Justin Jefferson leads the NFC to a win in dodgeball in the skills challenge. Um, Russell Wilson, precision passing record, wins it for the NFC. Um, Micah Parsons wins the fastest man, and Tyreek Hill, uh, last. Last. Um, let's see. Oh. Um, let's see. 
Uh, it looks like, um, who won the, uh, doesn't say who won the, uh, best catch challenge. Okay. Odd, but it's fine. Um, and then the AFC got the thread the needle competition. Mac Jones had, uh, 12 points against Trevon Diggs and Darius Slay. Okay, um, looks like we'll go over the actual game itself with the Pro Bowl, AFC versus NFC. Um, let's see. It's not loading. Um, this game is played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, and in the last five, the, uh, AFC's been dominant 4-1 in their last five. At games at three o'clock on this Sunday. Um, not really need to preview it, but um, that's it for this episode then. Uh, I enjoyed it. I hope you did. I'm gonna try and get a bonus out with a mock draft, but there was just so much news I really didn't want to do it in this episode. And then I'll probably do my next episode uh, regularly as a Super Bowl predictions video, video uh, podcast episode. Um. Might even get a person or two on. Uh, But that's it. I'll see you in the next episode.